We appreciate you taking time to join us in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics, as always, in our outstanding studios. And sometimes the good Lord, you know, just decides to make somebody special, just blesses him with all kinds of traits and characteristics. And Andre Yosivash is a guy that the good Lord said, I'm going to make you special. Good looks, size, strength, speed, <laughs> jumping ability. I mean, there's nothing that this young man can't do physically and mentally. Princeton education. He's a very, very unique person. Very, very talented player. He had himself an outstanding training camp. He's the Cincinnati Bengal. You're going to like this young man. No two ways about it. have a big opportunity for you here. Thanks for tuning in because we have Andre Yosivash, wide receiver extraordinaire for the Cincinnati Bengals out of Princeton and made has made a big impression on a lot of people at training camp. And he's joining us in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics, and we are thrilled to have him. Congratulations on a solid training camp, more than solid, outstanding training camp. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Just took – Took what I could from the good and and a lot from the bad too. So it was, it was a good experience. So I know when the Bengals drafted you, they were surprised you were still there when they did draft you because they were thinking about drafting you earlier. And there were reasons that obviously in every draft, there's reasons for every round in the draft, but right. they had you on their board a lot higher than where you were selected. Mm-hmm. And their whole thing was, and this guy's got traits. This guy yeah. has a lot of really good traits. You know, the only question was at the level of play at Princeton, would he be able to make the, the the jump to the level of play in the National Football League? Well, you answered that question. I mean, how what was the, the speed of the game, the level of play? Was there an adjustment or did you just easily handle it, that transition? Yeah, I mean, there there is some things that I had to work through for sure that felt like maybe I wasn't transitioning as fast as I would like to. But I think when I look back on how I how I've progressed, I think that, you know, my traits do help me build and grow fast. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been pretty smooth so far. And it's like, you know, I didn't face that much press man, I would say, when I was at the Ivy League. So I think that's the biggest adjustment for me, just learning how to use my speed, my power and certain techniques with certain DBs. And I think that was just the biggest jump for me, to be honest. But it's come all, it's come smoothly. Your speed and your power are two things. I mean, 6'3", well over 200 pounds. You can run. You can jump. I mean, you can pole vault 16 feet. It's it's amazing. I mean, you're, you're, a, you're an accomplished track and field star, but you're not a track and field guy trying to play football. You're a football player that just happens to excel at track and field as well, and that's a big difference. Exactly. I mean, that's what I was trying to tell people too. You know, that was a big thing for me in the draft process as well. Like, oh – are you a track guy like that plays football? Are you a football guy that plays track? And, you know, if I loved – I always tell people, like, if I loved track more, then I would be doing that right now. You know what I mean? Like, I was blessed with these athletic traits to where I could be doing both professionally or at least striving to do both professionally. And, you know, football was always my first love, and it's what I always love to do. And my fast, big – my traits translate to track pretty pretty well too. So 
outstanding gene pool, obviously. So is your dad an athlete, your mom an athlete, everybody athletes? What goes on in your family? Um, well, my dad, he says he was like one of the best like <laughs> soccer players back in Romania, but there's no film, no no nothing to show that. So I'm not really sure about that. My mom, she's like a CrossFit addict, but she didn't really play sports growing up. So there's always debates uh, like within my family of where I get my athleticism, but I think it's like a – the strength from my Eastern European side and probably the fast twitch from my Filipino side. Nice. That's what nice. I assume. Yeah. So brothers, sisters, how big's your family? Yeah. I have a, I have a younger brother. Um, and that's it. Yeah. But he, he's a big boy too. He played varsity basketball. He's like six, three two twenty around there. So, wow. yeah. So did you, you, you played some basketball too with that jumping ability, didn't you? Yeah. I played, I played JV just for one year. Um, but at that point, I just focused on football and track just because I knew that I could be good at those two. Okay, so let me take you back to draft night. Mm -hmm. um, what was the moment like when you received that call from the Cincinnati Bengals? I'm assuming it was Zach Taylor maybe that yep. gave you the phone call. What, what was that moment like for you? It was honestly just that night for me was kind of stressful. I'm not going to lie to you just because, you know, you're always projected to go in a certain round, and I was – I felt like I was in like a mid round. Um, and then as day two went on, you know, my agent kind of told me that it might be a, like a, a way later round projection or like pickup. And so I kind of got scared a little bit. Um, and, you know, day three is really long. So, you know, you're waiting and you just hear a bunch of people called. But once I got that call, it was just like a, a wave of relief just rushed over me. And it was the team that I wanted to draft me as well because uh, the Bengals were my only 30 visit. So, you know, I had a kind of somewhat of a relationship with the coaches and staff at that point, and I really liked what I saw when I came here on the 30. And so I was like, you know, that'd be a, a really good place to go. And it was just a wave of relief and to a place that I wanted to go to. So it was just a great night after that. Yeah. So how many coaches did you uh, who did you visit with uh, in the organization? Coaches only visit with some front office people, any yeah. potential teammates or? Uh, it, it was all it was like everyone it was coaches front office um yeah we we went to dinner with the coaches uh and then the next day i met with um front office personnel and then we just would, would watch some film with troy and stuff like that so when you get the actual call i'm sure you were surrounded by your parents and maybe your brother any other friends what was the what, what yeah. was the, the group like around you yeah so i actually had it in princeton just because i wanted to um you know, I have my football friends around me and then my close friends from Hawaii actually were not, were able to fly out to New Jersey with me. And so right. I had my close friend group from Hawaii, my Princeton friends, and my girlfriend lives in New York. So her family was able to come down and my family there and extended family. So it was all the people that, you know, I felt mattered to me a lot. And it was just a great moment to share with my friends and family. And, you know, everyone was really happy to me. It's so nice seeing that support for me. And yeah, just... It's nice. Yeah. So what was your first impression when you saw Paycor Stadium? I mean, it's like, oh, man, hey, an NFL stadium. What did you think when you saw Paycor? Yeah, I mean, I could – I was I was super excited. You see, like, the the poster of uh, Jamar, Joe, right. Joe, like, on the side when you, uh, when you walk in, and it's pretty crazy just knowing that you're going to be playing there with those guys. And, you know, the, the fans here are crazy too. So yeah, I, I was just really excited when I saw the stadium. So what about the city of Cincinnati? I mean, you've uh, spent a little bit of time here now. What are your impressions of the city in Cincinnati? You uh, you like what you see? 
Yeah, I do like it a lot. I, I was talking somewhere else. I, I remember like because, you know, I, I'm in New Jersey and so I'd go visit New, New York City a lot. And New York is like a really big city. And, you know, people are, I would not say rude, but like they're not, not <laughs> right. necessarily nice to each other. Whereas in Cincinnati, you know, you get, it's, it's a nice city, but you kind of get a small town vibe to it. You know, people say hello as they pass. Um, and it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's nice. It's quiet. It gets, but it gets rowdy when, you know, the, the Reds come or like the Bengals play. And so it's a good mix of everything, to be honest. I've been really liking it so far. So do you feel like you've had your aha moment yet? Has it been like um, you're welcome to the NFL, you know, kind of thing when you've either uh, been out there at practice or in a, in a preseason game uh, getting ready for the regular season to unfold? Have, has it been like, wow, the NFL, oh, that, that was an aha moment. Do you have any of those? Uh, well, I kind of expected it to be, you know, tough um, for me to use a lot of my efforts to do really well. Um, but just just in practice, you know, every DB that you go against is a top caliber athlete, top caliber player. And so you you I mean, not that I would take reps off or like, but it's just you have to be on it 100 percent every time you go against them because and, and you you kind of learn tendencies, too. And so when you're focusing so much and so it's just a lot more of a mental game than you would expect, I guess. Has it hit you yet that you're an NFL player? I mean, is it? Have you fully like, man, you know, this is awesome. It, it's it's weird to say that because you know, like for friends and family, they're like, oh, like congratulations. But for me, you know, I've always kind of had this goal in my mind, and you know, it's it's it's. I don't want it to sound bad, but it's kind of like you know, this is the path that I wanted myself to be on, and I'm taking the steps to be on the path that I want to be on. And so for me, it's all just one step forward, one step forward. And so, you know, I'm very grateful, obviously, to be here, um, but I'm still not anywhere close to where I want to be. So it's kind of just, yeah, I just don't want to get complacent at all. So you're with a, a, a wide receiver core where there's the big three. I mean, the Bengals were blessed with with three very dynamic wide receivers. Have the veterans given you any tips, advice yet? Or is it a pretty good group for you to work with? Yeah, they're always giving me tips and advice, you know, T and Jamar, especially just because I've been playing on the outside mostly during camp. Right. Um, they're always, you know, they, they see something that I could do better or seem something that they have learned from themselves. You know, like, oh, I used to do this and I see you doing that and this is how I fixed it. You know, it's just a bunch of stuff like that. So they've been really nice to me and they know that, um, you know, they're just great teammates, great guys. And so it's it's great being behind those guys. How about uh, veteran cornerbacks and, and defensive backs in general I mean is there dialogue there it's like hey you know I, I you kind of tipped this I could tell where you were gonna make your break because you know you gave me a little body language tip or any of that going yeah sometimes like uh I remember a one-on-one rep um Cantilla break kind of locked me up a little bit and I was asking him how did you not how did you why didn't you jump and he's like you just didn't you didn't stick me hard enough like I gave him a mistake but he's like you got to be convincing I mean, so there's just a little dialogue like that, or you raised up a little bit, so I knew you were going to break, um, all that kind of stuff. So it's it's all good um, good talk when you're, you know, trying to get better. Give me a scouting report on yourself. I mean, what do you think are your are your biggest strengths? What are, what are the Bengals getting in you? I think that I'm a, I'm a downfield threat for sure. I think I can get on top of the cornerback. Um, I've been learning how to get on top of them pretty well now. Um, I used to, like, turn my head a little bit too early, but now I just run and use my speed, learn how to use my speed. So – Definitely downfield threat, obviously, like high balls, jump balls. I've been getting a lot of those, back shoulders. Um, 
And those are the, I guess, the highlights of my camp in the preseason so far. Um, so I think it's just a vertical threat who has leaping ability and back shoulder ability as well. You, uh, you've really made big strides in my eye in terms of extending your arms and using your length to catch the football yeah. rather than trying to body the ball a little bit. Troy Walters was outstanding uh, receiver himself at Stanford in the National yeah. Football League. What's it like to have a guy that played the position that you're playing m mentoring you on a daily basis like that? Well, it's awesome because, like, first of all, he was one of the you know best ever in college, right? Won the Bolitnikov. Yeah. Um, and so you have that experience. You play in the league for a, a really long time. And he and the thing about him is he's just so passionate about it. So you have someone who's played that long, been in the system for a long time, and someone who's so passionate about the game. It's like he you know that he loves what he's talking about and he knows what he's talking about. And so that he just has so much credibility, so much passion, and you just love playing for him because he he you know he just wants you to be better. Is there a play that you made either in practice or in a game, in a preseason game, where yeah. it's like I it, it, I know I can do this, and that this this just confirmed it. I just I, I knew I had the ability to get it done, and I just got it done. I'm, I'm there. I, I'm good. Was there anything like that? Uh, I would say maybe that first game when I well I didn't catch it, but I was you know I high pointed it in the end zone and kind of like almost somersaulted, like did a little twirl. Yeah, yeah. barely got my foot out. So that was a play where a lot of my athleticism was on full display, and it felt like it felt easy you know what i mean so i figured like if i can get to that point with uh, like a lot of other skills as being a receiver then i should be fine so a big part of your contribution uh to the cincinnati bengals this season will be on special teams with darren yep. simmons tell yep. tell me about your impression of darren simmons as a coach yeah he's super intense and you know that's the same thing with troy like he he's super passionate about his work and he wants everything to be perfect and he knows I mean, everybody knows how important special teams is to to field position and just to the life of the team. And so he takes, you know, he wants you to get better. He expects you to not make the same mistake twice. And he just holds you to a very high standard, which is necessary because, you know, a lot of the guys in there, they, they want to play their respective position, receiver, linebacker, blah, blah. But he gets on you and he wants you to, he makes you want to be a better special teams player too. So it's just, it's good vibes in that room. In, in conversation with him about you, the first thing, one of the first things that he said about you is, man, this kid's tough. And that, that's a hell of a compliment. I mean, um, when, when a, a coach has that to say about you, that, that has to make you feel pretty darn good. Yeah, it, it, it makes you feel good. I mean, it's just how he sees me. And I'm just hoping that the film speaks for itself and my play speaks for itself. And so I'm just hoping that, you know, that toughness and whatever I bring to the table will contribute to the team in the future. Now, you didn't play probably a whole lot of special teams during the course of your career and as a yeah. football player. So how big an adjustment was it to, you know, be running down, covering kickoffs, covering punts, whatever the case may be? Yeah, it's definitely a new experience for me. I mean, I think the more reps I get, the better I'll be, which is why I'm, I'm in there a lot, you know, even in the preseason games. Um, and I just – I don't mind taking the reps. I, I like learning. Um, but it's definitely something that I need to – it's, it's a steep learning curve, especially for someone who hasn't played. But I think my tr athletic traits help me um, be a better special teams player, you know, running back, blocking, shedding blocks. And so it's just about reps now. And I think that 
I've gotten enough reps to kind of understand what it takes to be a great special teams player. This uh, organization is is enjoying a lot of success here recently. I mean, it's, it's a winning football team. And uh, Zach has really built a, a very strong culture here uh, right. within the organization. Have you did you notice that right away? Did you, did you see Cincinnati and the Bengals as a special place? Definitely. I mean, you can see it, you know, when you walk into the locker room, you know, guys, you know, usually you hear about, oh, uh, different, what's it called, position groups are kind of clicked together, but that's really not how it is at all. It's everyone is, you know, talking, having fun with each other, you know, ping pong gets intense um, and everyone just is friends with everybody. And so that's kind of what you notice when you walk into the locker room, which is a really good feeling. So how much do you know about the AFC North uh, as a whole? I mean, it's a tough physical division yeah. that seems to fit your style of play. Like we talked about, you're you're a tough guy. You're a physical guy. You've got power. You've got size. You have speed. You have strength. I mean, you seem to be pretty good fit for the AFC North. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a tough division. All you hear is, you know, the Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, and Browns. I mean, it's a, it's a gritty division. But, you know, it's funny because, like, the Ivy League, Princeton – you know, you think like, oh, it's, you know, you're just preppy kids. But, you know, there, there's a lot of gritty kids over there, you know, New Jersey, Philly. It's like a bunch of those gritty kids. And so you kind of I've been around that kind of culture. And so I think that I'll fit right in. So when you're um, getting ready to play, uh, what, what's your what's your week like? How do you take me through a, a, a week in the, in the life of Andre as you're getting ready to play a football game? Take me through the beginning to the end. Uh, I mean, it just goes, I think most, the thing that I will mostly focus on is preparing my body. Um, you know, I'm always, I'm always stretching in the tubs, in the boots, making sure that my body's right. Um, and honestly, for, for the preseason games, like this past year, it's a lot of, you know, studying how different players play, like how different DBs, their techniques are. Are they kind of backing off? Are they more physical? Um, how do they play this receiver? And, and then just getting in the playbook. I mean, this past how many weeks has just been me making sure that I know everything, you know, the X and the Z and just knowing all the positions, knowing all the formations and making sure that, you know, I can do everything in the snap of a finger um, and just so that I can play out there and not like not think. What's something about you that uh, the fans don't know yet? I mean, is, is there any hidden talents or anything like that that uh, – that Andre can uh, divulge? Uh, hidden talent. I guess like my my favorite pastime in Hawaii is body surfing. Oh, yeah. And so I'm a big body surfer. We have like the best body surfing beach in on Oahu, probably like five minutes from my house. And so go there, catch some barrels, sit in the sun, <laughs> sit in the water. Um, and that's that's probably like my favorite pastime. Oh, that's uh, that's that sounds that sounds awesome. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Living in living in Hawaii, I just I just can't imagine. I I went to Hawaii, uh, played in the hula bowl. Okay, so got an opportunity to go over there, and man, I'll tell you, I didn't want to leave. That was uh, that's that's good living over there, man. Yeah, it's it's a hard place to leave, especially like my first year in college. I remember because you know I, I went to like ski before and like other places, spring skiing, but. When I moved to New Jersey the first year, I was like, dang, like I didn't really realize how good I had it in Hawaii. Like this is this is different, but I'm I'm all good now. Yeah. Are you a are you a goal oriented guy? Are you somebody that, you know, has like uh the ultimate goal, but then 
goals along the way where you're rewarding yourself and you're climbing the ladder of success, you know, and or how do you how do you handle that part of your life? Yeah, I mean, the goal for me is just always to be the best that I can be in anything that I do. And so that's kind of like just naturally how I'm built. But I always yeah, I mean, I know the steps it take like for me to take to become better. And so I just look at those steps right in front of me. And then the bigger goal of being the best I can in whatever I'm doing will happen. You know what I mean? And so wherever that path takes me, it'll be fine. But as long as I'm taking those small steps right in front of me, then that's all that's all I can really focus on for right now. Obviously, you're well-spoken, tremendously educated, went to Princeton, um, highly intelligent guy. What, what did you study at Princeton? What are you thinking about? I know football is the focus right now, and, it, and hopefully it's going to be for 10 or 15 years. That'd be awesome. But yeah. at some point in time, there's, as Paul Brown, uh, guy who founded the Bengals, would say to us, you're going to have to go to your life's work at some point, gentlemen. You know, so I mean, what what do you uh, academically? What interested you, and what are you thinking about down the road, or have you thought that far? Oh uh, well, I mean, I went to Princeton just so that I, in case I didn't go to the NFL, as kind of like the backup, you know. Um, and the connections that I would make there would would lead me to have jobs that would hopefully make me a lot of money. Um, but I I studied politics um, at first when I come came out of high school. Politics was really interesting to me, but um, as I learned more about it, uh, the less I kind of wanted to do with it. Um, but I mean, I never thought I was going to be in the realm of politics, but it was just something really interesting, especially like international relations, um, domestic affairs, stuff like that was really interesting. But I would say that the subject that interested me the most was religion, to be honest with you. Oh. Um, but I didn't major in that. But I think if I were to go back to school, I mean, I still have to finish school. Um, I didn't finish my second semester because I couldn't do online classes when I was training for the combine. But okay. if I had to go back and study something, it would definitely be religion. Um, I was fortunate enough to get accepted to Ivy League schools, um, you know, Harvard, Princeton, Dartmouth, mm -hmm. all the Ivies. And the one thing I noticed uh, on re recruiting trips as such, like you mentioned, the people you meet, the alumni, the, yeah. the, the achievement of the alumni base, it's like, Look, if you come here, you're going to have connections with this guy in this industry, this guy in this field. I'm like, wow, yeah, it's unbelievable. And I, I didn't end up going to an Ivy League school because I wanted to try to play at a little higher level of football. A guy like you, a skilled guy, those talents are going to be shown. But I thought, I don't know, in the trenches inside and the offensive and defensive line, just yeah. want to play a little bit, a little bit more competitively. But right. that was the thing when I came home from those visits, and my parents asked me, I said, man. The amount of successful people and the contacts that I made in one weekend, yeah. it's like it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. They, they I mean the, the alums of those like schools, they know what it takes to be a student athlete at those at those institutions. And so they always <clears throat> they always look for people who are successful there because if you can handle the rigors of a Ivy League education and be a great football player at the same time, you have what it takes to work with these guys and these guys and they love their school. They love their community. And so it's just the perfect place to go if you want to, you know, set up your future. So pentathlete, right? Is that the, uh, am I correct with that? Yeah, uh, it's, uh, indoors is the heptathlon. Outdoors is the decathlon. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what event was the most difficult for you? Which one was the hardest for you to, uh, to, to do your best in? I would say probably the the last event, which is indoors is a thousand meters and outdoors is 1500. You know, anything over 400 meters is, is pretty far. 
for a race for like a bigger guy. So the, the, before those races, I'd always be like, man, like, why, why did I choose, why did I choose this event? You know, <laughs> like you're, yeah. just, you're just asking for like, yeah, two and a half minutes or like four minutes of just lactic acid. Ooh. I mean, that's a dog gut race, right? I mean, isn't it? It's like, whew. Yeah, I mean, because that's, that's at the end of all the other events. So, you know, they like to top it all off. Let's just do this, you know. So it's definitely you just, you just got to thug it out and just and just be a beast. Yeah. So when you're training for that type of competition, what type of training do you do? Uh, it's just so you kind of split up the days. So um, you'll have sprint focus days, sprint and jump focus days. So you hit those kind of muscle groups and then you have throw and lift focus days. Um, and then you, and then you'll have like a pole vault day, you know, in between. And so you'll have like a long jump and uh, sprinting Monday. And sometimes you'll end the day off with like a longer run, too, just to like get that conditioning in. Because it's hard to train the, like uh, your slow twitch muscles at the same time you're, you're training your fast twitch muscles. So sometimes you just got to get your cardio in. Um, but it's all. Yeah. The, the days are pretty long for a for a decathlete. Yeah. yeah. And, and how close were you to. Did you have a, a, a dream at any time to maybe try to be an Olympian in those events? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was that was a goal of mine as well. Yeah. Um, my one of my good family friends saw when I was a kid say like you could be one of the best decathletes ever, um, and you know, I mean, I did it on the side of football, and I got fourth in the nation indoors. Wow. So it was something, you know, and that and then for that year at the time it was tenth in the world. That my score was tenth in the world in twenty twenty. Wow to 2021 and 2022 so i mean i could have yeah it was uh, definitely a goal of mine but right now it's all football and then if that comes up later then we'll see did you have any heroes growing up in the track and field world or in the football world that uh, you remember having i mean in football I, I i always looked up to julio jones um he was my favorite player megatron um but julio always had a special place in my heart to be honest he was just a, a beast and i i wanted to be like him and in the track and field world, there's this guy. Um, his name was Brian Clay. He's a decathlete from Hawaii, and he and he medaled at the Olympics. Um, and so he's kind of like what I wanted to be um, if I were to pursue track. Huh. Yeah. So, any any goals for you for this season for the Cincinnati Bengals? Do you have any? You know, obviously. I remember my first goal as a rookie was to make the team, you know, and it's like, that. okay, that's, that's a starting point. Right. And then once, once that happened, you know, it started to uh, uh, kind of plot out other goals and try to achieve right. and, and move up the ladder a little bit. Do you go through that type of process or do you just take it one day at a time? Like you said earlier. Yeah. I mean, there's always goals in the back of my mind, yeah. but, but uh, I wouldn't say like I write those goals down. It's more, how can I, I just go into every day just thinking, how can I be the best version of myself? How can I, how can I learn one more thing on special teams to make me better? How can I learn one more thing as a receiver to be better? And, you know, like, as I said before, it will all lead to the greater goal of me being the best player that I want to be. When did you realize that you might be a little bit unique in terms of your gifts, your athletic skills and your, uh, your traits and that sort of thing? Was there something or a period in your life where it was like, man, I'm just, I'm different than a lot of my friends here. I was, was there anything that hit you that way? Um, I would say a, a small time when that happened was my, my senior year of high school when I, I got five gold medals at my state track meet. Wow. Um, you know, like I was, my long jump was like, like 17th in the nation or something like that. 
And so that's kind of when I realized I was a bit different, but I didn't know how different I was until my junior year of college when I got, well, for the first time I got all conference for a uh, second team, all Ivy as a receiver. And then I got fourth in the nation as, as a indoor heptathlete. And so that's when I kind of realized, I think I'm built a little bit differently than like a lot of people. And that's when I realized like the global scale of my athleticism. So which, which turns you on more? A mental challenge of getting that Ivy League education or the physical challenge of like playing in the National Football League, competing at the highest level physically? Yeah, I think, I mean, the goal was always the NFL. And so I think that always gets me excited. You know, the physical challenge. I mean, it's, it's mental too. Like, yeah, uh, yeah you know, be, I mean, you know it, but yeah, the being in the NFL and just and experiencing everything, the physical, the mental, I wouldn't say a toll, physical and mental experiences i guess um right. it's, it's definitely something that i've always wanted and so it, it just gets me a little bit excited so you like the grind don't you you're a worker man you love to grind don't you yeah it does it i mean it doesn't feel like work to me you know what i mean like when you're when you just know your goals you're so process oriented it feels like something that's necessary to achieve the goal that you set in your mind well i can't thank you enough for carving time for us i know the cincinnati Bengals are thrilled to death uh, to have you as part of the organization, and, and rightfully so. I mean, you're you're an outstanding, uh, not not just outstanding football player, but an outstanding person. And uh, the credit credit to any organization. And I know the Bengals are excited you're part of theirs. And congratulations for making uh, for making it, Andre. And have the best uh, rookie season anybody's ever had, my man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks for your time. Yep, thank you. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team. Ding!